Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm Elaine, and today I want to share with you the Word of God. This is episode 20, titled Spiritual Warfare. Paul tells us in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, to be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. In verse 11, Paul has instructed us to put on the full armor of God, so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. In verse 12, Paul tells us our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Before we are saved, we have no protection. Now that we are saved, we need God's armor to protect us during our spiritual warfare and keep us safe from our enemy. In verse 13, Paul tells us, Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist on the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. In verse 14, we read, Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. The belt of truth is the first part of the armor listed because without truth we are lost and the schemes of the devil will surely overpower us. Therefore, God's truth is of the utmost importance in the life of a Christian. Without truth, the rest of the armor would be of no use to us because we would not have the spirit of truth. The spirit of truth is another name for the Holy Spirit. In John 17, verse 17, we read, The word of God is truth. We must embrace God's truth for our own sanctification and deliverance, as well as for the benefit of those to whom we witness. Also in verse 14, Paul instructed us to put on the breastplate of righteousness, which implies that we do not automatically wear it all the time. This is the righteousness of Christ, imputed by God and received by faith, which guards our hearts. Obedience to God secures our innermost being against attacks from our enemy. The breastplate of righteousness refers to the righteousness purchased for us by Jesus at the cross. We read in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. In verse 15, Paul tells us, And with your feet fitted, with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. This is our spiritual walk, what we believe in, our heart. We must be equipped with the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news of salvation that we have in and through Christ Jesus. The good news is that we who were once lost because of sin have been brought back 
when Jesus paid the price for our sins on Calvary. We read in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17 to 19. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Paul tells us in verse 16 to take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. These arrows represent anything that can impede our spiritual growth such as doubt, fear, unbelief, discontent. In Hebrews 11 verse 1, we read, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for, and assurance about what we do not see. Hebrews 11 verse 6, And without faith it is impossible to please God. Faith prompts us to believe God. Faith reminds us that, Though fulfillment of God's promise may not be readily visible to us, God is true to his word. In Hebrews 12, verse 2, we read, Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Paul tells us in verse 17 to take the helmet of salvation. It is the assurance that we will neither be debilitated nor destroyed in the midst of battle. When life crashes in around us, we must remember to look up. Our salvation is the most precious gift we have received. We must allow the truth of God's word to wipe out anything contrary to it, old ideas, opinions, and worldviews. We must keep our helmet fastened at all times. We read in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 8, But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. The biblical concept of hope is much more than just wishful thinking. It is a confident expectancy and the absolute assurance of the good that God has in store for us in the future that God will be faithful to bring our salvation to its full and complete fulfillment. We are secure. We have a hope. And our hope isn't in finances. Our hope isn't in people. Our hope isn't in circumstances. Our hope is in the person of Jesus Christ. Also in verse 17, Paul tells us to take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. The sword, as being the word of God, will enable us to stand our ground against evil. It speaks of the holiness and power of the word of God. When Jesus was tempted, the word of God was always his overpowering response to Satan. What a blessing that those same words are available to us. We read from 2 Timothy 3, verse 16 to 17. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, 
and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. The word of God reaches the heart, the very center of action, and lays open the motives and feelings of those it touches. The more we know and understand the word of God, the more useful we will be in doing the will of God, and the more effective we will be in standing against the enemy of our souls. In verse 18, we read, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. This means that we must learn how to pray in the spirit because we are commanded to do so on all occasions. When we begin to pray, we do not hurry. We take our time. We reflect on what the scriptures say about prayer and begin to put it into practice. It is praying in accordance with his word from the heart in faith. We humble ourselves we confess our sins and submit to his will. It is approaching God as a failure and a sinner and expecting to be received by him on no other basis other than the Son of God loved me and gave his life for me. Galatians 2.20 Prayer is the means by which we communicate and draw spiritual strength from God. Without prayer, Without reliance upon God, our efforts at spiritual warfare are empty and futile. The full armor of God, truth, righteousness, the gospel, faith, salvation, the word of God, and prayer are the tools God has given us through which we can be spiritually victorious, overcoming spiritual warfare. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you.